rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Let us prepare ourselves right now to listen to the word of the Lord coming from our vessel that the Lord has set aside, our very own Pastor D. Davis. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. God is good. And all the time, God is good. Come on, just give him a hand, praise. Oh, come on, come on. That's all right for me. But give God a praise. Hallelujah. Pass me not. Oh, gentle Savior, hear my humble cry.
praise the Lord with your fruit of your lips. Hallelujah, Lord God, we bless you. We thank you for being our Savior. We thank you for being our Redeemer, the lover of my soul, my rose of Sharon, my leaning post. Lord, I thank you. Come on, come on, come on. Has he done it for anybody? Thank you, Jesus. You may have your seats. Oh, hallelujah. I got the glad glads. I got the glad glads. Like Elder Lisa would say, I've had my Jesus juice on this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I give honor to God who is the head of my life. I thank him for taking me up, up in the mock in the mire clay. He opened my eyes that I may see I am no longer bound. And it's because of his amazing grace I am able to stand before you on today. I give him the glory. I dare not sit down on his holiness. I praise him from my belly. I could have been dead. Hallelujah. I'm no longer in 2022. He has let me step over into another year. Another season. If I was poor in 2022, I'm rich in 23. If I was sick in 22, I'm healed in 23. Come on, don't mess with God. If you don't believe, you better ask somebody. Hallelujah. I praise God for the angel of this house where we are fed well and reminded of whose we are and whom we serve. Hallelujah. I praise God for the eldership of the house. Amen. Amen. Come on, come on, every minister, every ADT, the youth. Come on, the youth had it popping in here today. Thank you, Lord. I told her, I said, it's going to hit you. Told my grand, it's going to hit you. I'm praying that it land right up on you. Hallelujah. I give honor to my husband, Elder Manny Davis. I give honor to the musicians. Y'all know. Oh, oh, see, that's how they praise. Through the stringed instruments and the beating of the drums and the blowing of the horns. Hallelujah. That's how they praise. If you don't get with them, they keep them going anyway. Amen. I praise the Lord for your online viewers. We thank you so much for choosing to fellowship with us today. Come on, get your Bibles, everyone. Let's get into the word of God. You know, I'm not going to be up here for you long. Come on. He has been here. He's still here. I was praying on the way to church. You can ask Elder Manny. You can ask Brother Damien. You can ask Danny. I was saying, Lord, let your spirit fall. Let it go up and down the aisleways so that we can't even minister. Let your glory hover. Did y'all feel it? Did you see it? Hallelujah. You better hold on to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can open your Bibles my time Lord Jesus all right it's all right the Holy Spirit already preached mm, thank you Holy Spirit I'm about to 
let it leave my mind as I was sitting there and the praise was going forth a scripture came to my mind and that happens sometimes and I have to open up the word of God and I'm just looking to see what it says and what came to my mind and where my eyes landed upon was Hebrews and this is not the scripture text but I just want to read it for you Hebrews 7 and 25 it said he is able to save forever those who draw near to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them then Hebrews 11 and 6 also said without faith it's impossible to please him for he who draws near okay to God must believe what that he is and that he was a rewarder of them that seek him I heard that scripture come up as they were singing draw me and the word came forth also on New Year's Eve to be obedient immediately. So when you hear the call, move expeditiously. When you hear his voice, move expeditiously. We, uh, Apostle Howard was saying that it's this time we need to listen for him in the wind, in the quiet moments. It's not going to come through the loud uh, 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 yelling of the voices. It's not going to come like that. He wants us to be settled, intelligently listening for his voice. Amen? Now, just for a moment, did I give you the scripture? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. I'm just hearing all kinds of things, but I'm going to keep it together, Holy Spirit. Ephesians, open up to Ephesians 5. 15 through 17 and while you're getting that those of you that have those kind of Bibles that when you flip you know exactly where you at alright bless you but for a moment I want you all to close your eyes and think about what is most important to you we're all in so most of us is in soul detox. All of us should be in soul detox. So you don't get a taste today. And ask yourself, you got it? You got it in your mind? What is most important to you? And it's going to be different for everybody. Somebody may have something similar, but it's going to be different. But think about it. You got it? Okay, now ask yourself these questions. How am I caring for it? How am I handling it or managing my most precious, costly, and prized possession? Am I using it wisely or am I allowing it to waste away? We've just entered, you can open your eyes now, we just entered into a new year. As I said earlier, we've left 2022 and we're eight days in to 2023. And I believe eight is the number for new beginnings. We're not into numerology, but right? Prophetically, remember what the prophet said? Yes, new beginnings, eight. So we're eight days in and we cannot say for certainty what is gonna happen in 2023. Does anybody know exactly what's gonna happen? No one has any 
idea what is going to happen, but we can plan. All right. Proverbs 16 and 9 says in the NLT, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our what? Our steps. But with some deductive reasoning, what we do know is that there has been a passing of time. All right. An opportunity has presented itself, allowing us to redefine our priorities. Right. Redefine our purpose. Amen. And redefine our life vision. Okay. There is now an opportunity to reestablish some goals. Right. Another opportunity to bury the past or uh, at the least put it into the right perspective. Amen. And move forward into something new. Move forward into a new future. This passage of scripture that I'm focusing on is Ephesians 5 and 15. And I'm going to be reading from the King James Version. <laughs> yeah. See then that ye walk circumspectly. Not as fools. But as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Now, that is packed with a whole lot of stuff, and I'm going to get there in a minute. But I just wanted to give you a little bit of background. Paul wrote to the church of Ephesus while imprisoned in Rome okay he spent about three years ministering to these people and as a result he became very close to them the letter of Ephesians was not written to confront any hearsays or problems in the church but was sent to remind them of the wonderful things they had received through Jesus Christ Paul talked about God's purpose he talked about Christ being our center about the church's living he spoke about being a part of a new family and finally how they all should conduct themselves on Christmas morning we had service here uh, candlelight service which was last year hallelujah and the Lord gave a word to Apostle Howard y'all were there how many were there he gave a word to apostle for the church and it struck me to the core of my being. And part of that word was to recommit unto the Lord. Some of you remember that? Trust him and he will help you. She said time is of the essence. And I felt it once more when she said those words because the term time is of the essence is a legal term it means something needs to be done immediately and quickly it is used to state some urgency or requirement for something being done speedily and if someone tells you time is of the essence it means that they're, the matter that they're discussing is very urgent or you need to get going get to the point get on with it move amen Apostle Howard made it clear that the Lord what the Lord was saying and it didn't come with a loud noise it didn't come with yelling or screaming but it did come with the heart of God as she echoed his command for us making the call back to the altar the call came for us to recommit ourselves into the Lord and by doing that you are redeeming time time that you still have left there's nothing we can do about 2022 that 
is gone. That time is spent. Once we crossed over into the new year, you now have more time left to do what God has for you. He has given each of us a purpose. Dr. Miles Monroe said this, what you are and what you become depends on how you use that time. Amen? How many of us know that? Time is going to keep on moving whether we want it to or not. Sometimes things happen to us and it seems and it feels like time has stopped. Amen? But it doesn't. It keeps on going. But we can control how we use it. Amen? I just came to give you a word of encouragement. Amen? Since we're going back to the altar, amen? We need some things to do. Amen. amen? We need to lay it at the altar, whatever issues we may have that we had in 2022. Leave it there and trust God. That was being echoed in the, in the atmosphere. His word says in Psalms 139 and 1, Lord, you have examined my heart and you know everything about me. David wrote in Psalm 139 and 16, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life is recorded in a book. Every moment has already been laid out before a single day had passed. Time is important to him. You are important to him. You have a purpose no matter what you've done, what people say about you. God loves you and you matter to him. Hallelujah. Again, in Psalms 90 and 12, it says, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Look at somebody and said, I got to redeem the time. You see, God is intentional. He has not done, nor will he do anything that he does not have purpose. Even when he created you, regardless of what you have or haven't done, and with that purpose, he expects it to be carried out in a certain time. Everything is measured through his time frame for you, for you, and for you, and me. I must redeem the time. Repeat. To redeem means something to buy it back. It means buy it back to regain possession of. To redeem the time is to intentionally walk in wisdom and in submission to God seeking his will. Redeeming the time includes staying away from things that are of the world, sinful things, and instead walking in his ways to make the most of the time you have been allotted is to understand that the time that we have is a gift and we ought to steward it accordingly with this precious gift of time none of us know how much of it we actually have but all of us have been given time we all have that in common no matter our walk of life no matter who our parents are all of us have been given a certain amount of time amen the phrase redeeming the time alludes to living in an awareness of the ticking clock that's ticking down and we need to make most of it. The NLT focuses on that same scripture by saying, make the most out of every opportunity. 
rather than wasting our days on frivolous pursuits leaving no lasting imprint scripture instructs us to be diligent diligent about doing good this thing called facebook some get up first thing in the morning roll over after the alarm clock goes off i'm confessing sometimes it comes sometimes i'm caught hey roll over and Sometimes you're sitting on your couch or something, you're watching TV for hours. Those series, they'll snatch you up. They'll snatch you up. You start to know the names of each character. You know what's going on in their life. You start talking, they better not go down that road. Or she don't make no s Come on, I'm the only one, all right. All right. Sometimes we play video games. Somebody, who's that? That plays video games. What is your time waster? What do you do that produces nothing most days? It may not be the same as mine, but it happens to everyone. And we got to be wise in redeeming the time that we have left. Amen? Because time is a gift from God. Jesus even showed us by his example and diligence how to use time he had. Distractions were prevalent back then and they're prevalent now. Amen? But he didn't let none of that deter him from teaching, ministering, preaching, healing the sick delivering people praying for people he didn't allow the distractions to stop him from doing the will of his father he was redeeming and showing us by example how to redeem time even though he already knew how much time he had amen the Jesus you know not the Christ I'm not even going to go there say I got to redeem the time to the world the phrase redeeming the time could mean speeding 65 miles per hour in a 35 mile hour zone to the world it could mean skipping breakfast right I'm redeeming the time I don't got time to eat right right some people it means cosmetic surgery come on y'all if you ain't done it you thought about it lift here tuck there pin that come on y'all thought about it to some people it may mean dyeing their hair from gray to brown to recapture a youthful look right I'm not saying it wrong but subconsciously we come on subconsciously right come on now I did it for years no, I ain't ashamed. I'm being delivered. This comes to me first. All right? Or sleeping 14 hours straight after a long weekend. You've been running, running, running for a long time and you hadn't got tired yet. 
All right, come on, you work weekends. <laughs> but to the believer, it has an entirely different meaning with significant consequences. We need to get back to the altar, y'all. So that we can hear and know the will of God for our lives. We laugh, but it's real stuff. Without us, without the believers, the world is lost. Because he uses us to reach those that are lost. How can they hear if they don't have a preacher? How can you preach if you're not sent? He draws us, right? Deep calleth unto deep. He's calling you to keep coming, keep coming. And I know it's going to get hard. And the year, the year is still brand new, but a lot of times we lose momentum. We lose momentum as the year begins to trudge on. And we forget sometimes, Lord, I do this and Lord, I'll do that. But I'm here to tell you, don't forget to walk circumspectly. Redeem the time. Amen. Paul tells them of uh, the church of Ephesus to have not to have fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather to expose it. We're not supposed to be a part of it because that's a time snatcher. Amen. He said to awake you who sleep arise from the dead that Christ and Christ will give you light. So the text says to be seen walking some circumspectly. It means to walk about watching on every hand. That's what circumspectly means. Uh, to avoid danger and enemies to live the gospel by watching your conduct it means to be careful how you live um, considering all the circumstances and possibilities and consequences and to be prudent that's what walking circumspectly means it means acting with or showing care and thought for the future with what time you have amen to be circumspect is to be wary w-a-r-y it comes from a latin word that literally means to look around walking circumspectly is paul's way of urging the church of ephesus to look very carefully at how they live how they behave how they treat one another and even how you view yourself all right then it goes on to say in the same scripture don't live like fools but be like those who are wise. See, we're not to call each other a fool. That's to say you're damned. Amen. Jesus explained that very well. But we can talk about and see foolishness, foolish behavior, foolish characteristics. Amen. Proverbs 1 and 7 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 14 and 16 one who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil but a fool is reckless and careless how you living 1 Corinthians 2 and 14 the natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God for they are folly unto him and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned say I got to redeem the time then the verse goes on to say redeeming the time because the days are evil we can learn to redeem the time by coming becoming conscious of the fact that we may not have another day I didn't know I was going to wake up this morning did you did you do you know that you're going to wake up tomorrow 
Nobody knows. Buying up those moments which others throw away is part of redeeming the time. Improve every moment to make up for those lost in sin um, that was out or that was out of order in our lives due to our lack of attention or another circumstance. To redeem something means to buy it back to regain possession of. And time is a gift from God and none of us know how much we are allotted. Only God knows how much time we actually have. When Apostle Paul inspired the people, he said that he wants us to live in constant awareness of that clock that is ticking. Amen? Amen. The book of Ephesians also contains admonition, redeeming the kind because the days are evil. The word redeeming in the Greek means to buy up a ransom rescue from the loss. I'm repeating myself. Because sometimes you need to hear it over and over and over again for it to sink in. We can only redeem today and plan to redeem tomorrow. We can't do it ahead of time. We can redeem what we're doing right now. Your time is not being wasted right now. You're attending yourselves to hear the word of God. You're attending yourselves to praise him and worship him. You're, and I believe, catch me if I'm wrong. Some of you are thinking about some things that you got to redeem. Some actions you got to stop. Some mindsets that you got to shift. Amen. I believe when Apostle uh, uh, gave this word, she, was, she, she said some look at serving the Lord as a job. And that because of our thought, our perception of how we worship our Lord weighs us down. But it's our perception, not how God thinks about us. Amen? Amen. Then the verse says, do not be unwise. Y'all keep me with my time now. Do not be unwise and maximize the time that we have. You need to ask the right questions when you go to the altar. Sometimes you need to speak. Sometimes you need to be quiet. But when you do have something to say, ask the right questions in your heart. Amen. Psalms 39 and 4 says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from what? All my fears. Psalm 90 and 12. So teach us, Lord, how to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Teach me how to redeem the time, God. Don't leave me to my own devices. I'm not going to get it right. Because I need you to direct and order my steps. Then Ecclesiastes says, for there is a proper time and procedure for every matter. Ecclesiastes 8 and 6. Then Ecclesiastes 3, a familiar passage, says there's a season, a time for everything. Time matters to him. He matters. It matters to God what you do with your life. Young people, it matters to God how you live, how you present yourself to the world and to your friends. You are leaders. You are a new generation that has come to carry the message of the gospel. You're going to be, you may be made fun of, and you probably do. I've been made fun of. Anybody else? Anybody else? 
been talked about Jesus told us it was going to happen he said they're going to hate you because you follow me I'd rather be following Jesus because there's more with us than there are with them amen there's a time for living, dying. There's a time to cry. There's a time to embrace. There's a time to pull away. There's a time for war. There's a time for peace. Y'all can read it in your own time. Yet God has made everything beautiful in Ecclesiastes 3 and 11. It says God has made everything beautiful for its own time. You are beautiful. You're beautiful to him your every life every life has a definite person purpose um and he has been intentional when he created you amen? amen then at the end of the verse it says that we want to understand the will of god that's why we redeem the time we need to understand what his will is but our faith is only established where the will of god is known repeat after me our faith, our faith. is established where the will of God is known we won't know what to do if we didn't know his will amen say I got to redeem the time amen amen these verses highlight these three specific things and there's a need to work out and make sure we're doing our part and then there's promises that God will work for you. He's giving you both the will and the ability to do of his good pleasure. He's not going to leave you alone. Amen. As we remain alert to how God is working, pay close attention to even doors that are open and closed. Doors open can be God, but so can't close doors. Because we have, we have our idea, now, now I want to do this, I want to do that. But God's saying, not yet. Then Jesus said, no, 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 no. When his, the disciples said, come on, Jesus. Go to Jerusalem, Jesus. Let them see all the miracles, Jesus. He said, my time has not come yet. Amen? He knew when to go and when to stay. Amen? Amen. Amen. Stop forcing your way into way areas that God has already closed off. You'll know it because it's real difficult. <laughs> and you try to maneuver and try to reason and try to bargain and, and you know, and it's still real hard. Go back to the altar. Pray and ask him. The Lord uses various circumstances with a discerning heart to show you the way. Amen. All right, y'all good? I told you I'm not going to be here long. All right? Look at somebody say, I got to redeem the time. I got to redeem the time. The primary purpose of the word of God is to help us know his will, y'all. We can't know it if we don't read his word, y'all. We can't know it if we don't study his word. Sit down and meditate on it. It says meditate on the word day and night. I'm not saying you got to read a whole chapter every day read a scripture pull a word out that touches you that's what happens with me you know I um I like to post scripture on Facebook the prophets be praying and I'm like oh, oh God I grab it 
And when I post, it's something that touched me. And there are a few times where I post, posted my takeaway. Because the word of God is quick and powerful. Amen. And it helps me to live better. It helps me to love better. It helps me to be a better wife, a better mother, a better mima. A better friend. A better pastor. A better leader. Hallelujah. So yeah, y'all look at some of them scripture. What touches you every day? It, something that touched me what may not touch you. You may need a different word of encouragement. I know when I lost my mother, the scripture that, that stuck out to me was in Corinthians and it said, the God of all comfort. He is the God of all comfort. And he comforts those so that we can comfort you because of the way he comforted me. And when that word came forth, I just said, I got it. He got you. He got you. Amen. 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 So the call has been made. Get back to the altar. Make an altar in your home. Come on. I don't care if it's a corner. I don't care if it's a window. Sometimes your altar is in your car because your house is so busy sit outside on a bench <laughs> come on because you're not going to be able to get in the doors all the time alright find your altar Abraham thank you Holy Ghost Abraham was traveling to I believe it's Egypt it's in Genesis you Bible scholars you can find it and he lied to the king he lied about his wife she was gorgeous. And he was like, oh my goodness, they're going to kill me and take you, baby. <laughs> so he lied to the king and told the king she was his sister. And almost caused that king to sin. But if you read further down, see, we can read some passages of scripture and skip over the meaning by looking, ooh, that story, you know, that story was good. Mm -hmm. Shame on him. He lied. And, you know. But what was most important that I saw yesterday, when he realized what had happened, he went back to the altar. He asked for forgiveness. Come get this woman, that king said, you trying to kill me. He went back to the altar. So evaluate your life, amen? And don't let it wane. We may all make mistakes, amen? And guess what? I'm probably gonna make another one, right? We're not perfect, but God has made a way of escape for us. Sometimes we beat our own selves up. We, we shun people. We, we duck and dodge. We go ghost. I think that's the term. Like God don't see you, right? Right. We'll even try to ghost him by not making room for him in our day. We'll get straight up. We, now, I love 6 a.m. prayer. Lord, I love 6 a.m. prayer. But sometimes that's all we'll do. 
and expect the prayers that come there to be our relationship with God. That's not redeeming the time. That's not walking circumspectly. That's not being watchful. They got their own lives to work out too. <laughs> well, yeah. They do. You have to have your own relationship with God. He loves you that much. And you're special to him. Amen? Amen. So let's stand on our feet. I told you I wasn't going to be here that long. He's calling you on this eighth day of January. We know through our apostle's voice that this is the year to hear. Right? To hear him speaking when you're alone, sitting quietly. He's calling you home. He's calling you to a safe place. He's directing you. Don't harp on what you didn't accomplish. You have new mercies. Every morning. Every morning you have a new mercy. You may have missed some opportunities because you were not careful. We all have, but you got new mercies every morning. Grab every opportunity that you can, and today is one. I believe God was smiling. I, could, I was just sitting there, and I'm like, as the praise was going forth, and the prayers were going forth and the worship was going forth it's like I saw God he's sitting on his throne and he, he leaned over that's the picture I see things in pictures and leaned over and said mm, those are my children your praises our praises are sweet aroma unto him and he's not going to force you to do anything that's why he's calling you that's why you need to know him for yourself and if you struggle with the word of God call me call any one of the elders or the prophets I don't understand this part I'm probably going to say we'll pray <laughs> and then we're going to walk through it He's placed every leader in this house, I believe. Y'all correct me now because, you know, they got my back. They'll get me if I'm off. He's placed each and every one of the leaders here to be a help, to be a resource. You're not alone. And we've all been there. Matter of fact, the word of God came and said, no, don't start judging folks. Be careful. Just because you're not there where you used to be and somebody is, be careful. He's a champion for his people. And he loves his children. Be careful. You're there to help them, to lead them, to guide them, to stabilize them. So that then they can return, do it for somebody else. Y'all good? Come on and bless the Lord. Let this be the last year. That's the last year y'all going to waste. Amen. Come on. Come on. Praise him. I didn't bring you over to 2023. Apostle Howard didn't bring you over to 2023. The Lord did. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're good? If there's anyone that needs personal prayer, you can see any of the elders after service. Amen. Y'all been at the altar. You had your time to come. Right? Amen. The call was made. The word of the Lord came to say, be obedient immediately. Stop your cycles. Stop cycling. I don't want to see a sequel of my life. I don't. I want a new vision. I want a new outlook because my hope is in Jesus. Y'all good? Y'all looking at me like, because y'all wore out from, amen. Come on, bless the Lord. Come on, bless the Lord. If you'd like to sow a seed, you can come and sow a seed. Amen. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your manifold blessings. Lord God, give us the courage and the boldness, Lord God, to walk out this life the way you have planned it for us. Show us where our coping mechanisms are. Show us how to, to reach out, Lord God, and adjust the way we now deal with things, Lord God, and help us to be better. In the name of Jesus, continue to help us uh, 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 be settled in you. Continue to help us, Holy Spirit, know what to pray. Because when we don't, you make intercession for us. Lord God, I pray that everyone that is under the sound of my voice continues to grow in wisdom, favor, and stature with you. And favor with people in Jesus' matchless name. Amen. You may, you may freely come. Hallelujah. You good? We thank everyone that's on live stream for joining us on today. I pray that you were blessed by the service on today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on.